<laughs> There's a right and a wrong side, so take note. <laughs> okay. I was just joking about having Tammy minister prophetically, but you, know, you mentioned those kind of things, and then you just all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit's like, ha-ha, ha-ha-ha. <laughs> so... I just uh, I glanced at the in the moment to go back there and, and tease Tammy about prophesying. And I was looking at Amy and because these guys, you know, don't always pop into a Sunday gathering. But now that they're here, they're kind of like a bullseye target. <laughs> and so automatically, I'm just hearing the Lord say that that you, Amy, in particular, you carry the fragrance of heaven. The Scripture says that everywhere we go, we <clears throat> we carry the fragrance of Christ. To some, it's the smell of death. To others, it's the smell of life. Mikey! So I, I just I, I felt like that dropped on me and that there's just wisdom and understanding that you carry in an unusual measure that not everyone carries. And I think he's going to highlight those things to you. I think he's going to show you what areas that specifically that you have a strong point in that is actually... Um, something that you can impart to people where they don't already have it. You know, in the church world, most of us have basic knowledge of kingdom things, of biblical themes. And then there are some of us that carry revelation and wisdom in areas that not everyone has understanding in. And so that's just what I'm hearing. Uh, I was sensing the Holy Spirit just highlighting that for Amy, that she carries wisdom and understanding in some specific areas. I'm not going to try to, well, we can wait on the Lord and ask him what that is, but, but you're, I think he's going to show, he's going to highlight those things to you, and I believe that as he highlights those to you, you're going to feel a Holy Spirit um, unction to function. You're going to feel a, a drive to, to look, to look to see where he's going to highlight the deposit, the depository? Yeah. <laughs> Suppository? No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> She's got a Holy Spirit suppository. <laughs> She's going to give it to you. <laughs> this is church, and we know that, that in the kingdom, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Joy is a third of the kingdom, so we should laugh a lot, and we should not be afraid to laugh at things that we know God laughs at. You know he laughs at it. You know when he was creating the body, he knew that it would make a funny noise when wind came out of the body, and everyone would be laughing about it for, for generations. For thousands of years, you, you don't think that they weren't laughing in the garden whenever a toot happened? Okay. I, I'm being polite. I say toot. Toot. Okay. Anyway, so here we are. Got a happy bunch tonight. <clears throat> I'll try not to pause because I know there's probably going to be a couple other tricklers in. Trick, tricklers. Tricksters. <laughs> it's good to have you, Mikey. I'm glad you're here. But next time, grab your mom and say, come on, we're going. No, I know. I'm just I'm teasing. Uh, Val's been been with us on often on Sundays and prayer nights on Friday Friday nights. So we got some announcements. Yes. Let's see what we got here. This is going to be a little shift, and for those that aren't here that are typically a part of our Friday night prayer and worship time, we're doing a little shift. I know we sprung this on you a little bit faster than you thought, but there's a reason. This coming Friday, which would have been our prayer time, we are going to be allowing the gold mining guy um, to have his Christmas party with his gold miners club. 
they're going to be using our space that Friday evening. So we were going to just swap nights because typically they do the first, excuse me, the second Thursday of every month, and we've we've uh, we've agreed to have them. Hey, oh, I said I wasn't going to say something every time someone walks in. <laughs> hey, Pam. Um, anyway, long story short, once a month we're letting the gold miner guys and one gal so far, their, their people have their their club meeting here. And we were doing Thursdays for prayer, I think. I get it all mixed up. Then we decided to do it on Fridays. was feeling like Fridays and Sundays were, were like so close together. So we, we did a little bit of conversing about this the other night. Um, I was thinking that we would wait until the new year to start Wednesday night prayer. And I, I want to shift the, the way we present this. We want it to be a prayer and worship service. That way people think of, oh, it's a Legacy City's midweek service. It's just there's no teaching time. It's just worship and prayer. Instead of just the intercessors are having the special <laughs> night, dare you walk in the room, dare you show up and fall into their fiery, intercessory, Holy Spirit, you know, whatever they do on that night. I mean, it does get fun, but hey, Friday night we were here, and there was a lot of weeping and a lot of just heaviness of the not bad heavy but the weight of the presence of God was just on us and we just soaked for a while and then prayed out a couple people prayed out and then we yeah it just was different it was way different <clears throat> and so but we want it to be something where all of our our members of this house and anyone who's looking into Legacy City Church can come on a Wednesday night if they've never been on a Sunday night and they can see what we do they can meet us so it will be our, our usual theme. We're going to worship and we're going to pray. But it, we will <clears throat> put it out as a service starting this Wednesday. That's good, right? Barbara's like looking at me like, are you sure you wanted it? Okay, okay. So Wednesday nights, worship and prayer. And so we'll have Sundays and Wednesdays, the midweek gathering. Then coming up, in the new year, we're going to go for it. We are going to begin our 11-week course, which will be on, did we pick Friday night? Yes. yes. Friday nights. Wednesdays, Friday, Sunday. It's going to be every other night for three nights during the week, but I can promise anyone who wants to be a part of this, it's going to be well worth it. This is, we're going to be going through the course called The Essential Guide to Healing, Equipping All Christians to Pray for the Sick. It's by Bill and Randy, or Bill Johnson, Randy Clark. Um, <clears throat> the blue highlights there that I have, this is what you can um, guaranteed walk away with. You will understand your authority as a believer to minister healing. Okay, Jesus said in John chapter 14, The works that I do, so you shall do, because I am going to the Father. And he said, even greater works than these, because I'm going to the Father. So all of the works that Jesus did, what's up, Christian? So, oh, man, I just told everyone I wasn't going to keep doing that, but I <laughs> blow on my promise here. Don't worry, you're not the only one. I got, I got Pam and Mikey here. So Jesus said that the same works that he was doing on earth, the ministering, the healing the sick, even raising the dead, cleansing lepers, casting out demons, all of those things Jesus said that we would do, not special special people that were, you know, pastors only. This was God's intent for the whole church, that the body of Christ would be equipped to do the work of ministry. 
So our heart is to train and equip as many people as we can. So we want to invite people to come that every Friday night, beginning January 7, for this 11-week course. If you can't commit to all 11 weeks, that's okay. We want to invite you to come anyway, even if you want to come check one of them out. We worship a little bit. We go through the teaching. It's usually a 20-minute video. And then we go through some question and answer just to kind of get some, some truth in, into us. And then we'll see how it, uh, there might be some practical demonstration or you know, just practicing some prayer on each other, just stepping out. This is transformational. We, use, we stream this conference every year, and this is streaming this conference. This is where I got activated. And then we went down to the conference and, wow, got blown away and activated even more. And, um, <laughs> yeah, you'll find out later. And um, uh, so I just really want to encourage people to take advantage of this because this definitely has shifted how we pray for the sick. It's really amazing. And, I mean, all the people that we've had in our home and here at church that we've prayed for, like, honestly, we've probably had, like, 90% healings with people, so. Yeah. I don't know if I can put a percentage, but we've seen a lot of instant manifestations of God's presence touching people. Um, we've seen hearts healed, for sure. We've seen fingers that couldn't bend straight pop. Heard the pop. We've seen people, and we weren't expecting these things. I'm just saying, we weren't, like, anticipating what God was going to do. But we've seen a family member uh, get touched by the fire of God. I mean, she broke out in a hot sweat and was like, what's happening to me? Um, and it lingered on her. We saw her. I know, Cheryl, it's like your little baby girl, but uh, my niece. And she was in her car even just, like, looking at her hands, thinking, what is happening? She was, like, hot and shaking. And we just prayed for her, not for healing, but just to bless her. Um, so God will show up. He wants to show up. He wants to use you and me as a vessel to dispense his kingdom. We are dispensers. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. God himself, Holy Spirit, is living inside of you. If you're a believer, he is in you, and he wants to get out. He wants to be released out of you. Jesus said, I know this is a preach, but Jesus said, out of your innermost being, out of your bellies, some translations, probably King James, out of your innermost being, your spirit, out of you will flow, out of you will flow. Not just flow inside of you, but flow out of you. Rivers of living water. And then it says in that scripture, he was referring to the Holy Spirit who had yet to be given. He wants to flow out of you and me in rivers. He wants to use your hands, your, your voice, your body as an instrument to minister life and encouragement and prophetic words and healing and deliverance and everything that Jesus would do if he was standing right here in the room because he's living in you. He's living in me. And there is some shifting and um, gaining of revelation and understanding to walk in that. We need to know who we are and who he is in us and how he wants to work through us in order to begin stepping out in it. So you'll learn how to create an atmosphere of faith, how to receive words of knowledge. It's a very interesting topic. Oftentimes we will receive a word of knowledge. God will show you something that he wants to heal in a room full of people or even an individual and then you get to do the, the faith step. Faith is spelled R-I-S-K. 
risk. That means you might start having your heart beat, you're seeing a stranger on the street, and you're like, God, I feel like you want me to tell them that, or ask them, is your, I'm feeling something in my left knee. Um, are you wanting me to go up to this stranger, Lord, and ask them if they, if they have something that needs healing in their left knee? And if he gives you the yes, you get to take that step of faith. He won't make you do it, but he will definitely put his hand on you and weigh his hand on you, and you will feel it, because I've felt that many times. And I promise you, the fruit of taking that risk step is good. You will see God come through, and that person will get touched. Even if they don't get 100% healed, they will be touched that God has their name and number and used you to, to minister to them. So receive words of knowledge and implement the five-step model of extra space there in my typing, healing prayer. So it's going to be good. I'd encourage you guys to consider coming to at least one, if not all of it, or as much as you can, and uh, you will walk away. Our, our heartbeat is to see a church fully ignited and equipped to do this stuff outside of this place, to go out into your workplace, your school, your neighborhood, not that you're looking for who you're going to heal, but that's just that you would be you would be turned outwardly focused enough to where you're sensitive to being used by God. That, that you're available to him in a way where he can highlight people to you. Does that make sense? Okay, cool. I think that is it. Oh, some of you weren't here last week, and you had heard about these unusual cloud pictures, so... You were here last. You saw these, didn't you? No, you walked in after we did. Okay. This is just down the street. Um, this was just, I just have like three of the pictures. It was a really interesting day. <clears throat> this is not my intent, but I have a feeling that this is going to be a church full of cloud lookers, you know, cloud watchers. <laughs> I call them angel clouds. It was just a bizarre day. I was like listening to some cool teaching in an in a atmosphere of worship in my own heart, delivering mail, and boom, there's a rainbow around the sun. And all of these, like, flame-looking clouds were creeping up. And then as, as I moved on, I got over to, well, that was still at the condos. It just began to fill the whole sky. It was like went up from the sun, and it just spread all over this whole area right here. It was so cool. I mean, a picture like that, you can kind of see. But when you're seeing it in person, it just looked like so, so much depth to it. And that just definitely looked like angel wings flames out of the coming out of the sunshine so we won't take a lot of time going then this was just the other day last week I was like oh my gosh there's a rainbow right in the middle of the clouds there so I got that one and then that shot there just was really intense I was like okay Lord is that an angel up there or is it just something just a sign just I think it's just God's way of saying look at my handiwork but watch me take my paintbrush and go just to get your attention and, and that you would be amazed at the creation that he made and then Barbara and I texted back and forth over this one because <clears throat> she lives just down the street here, and I know her apartment complex looks out that direction, right? Your, your windows do, northeastern. I don't know my compass directions, but I, I know the sun rises and the <laughs> east sets in the west. So, so yes, that's the, it goes down in the west there. But there were stairs, as you thought, and I was thinking it just looked like ripples everywhere. But it, it expanded. It kept going and going until the whole sky was just full of these ripples everywhere. It's pretty cool. And one last picture. That was the last one I saw before I ended my route. I was like, ah, oh, what is God saying? I'm going to draw a line in the sky? I don't know. If that means anything to you, then just take it. That's it. All right, we're going to read a scripture.
Let's, let's stand up because we're going to read this and we're going to worship. If you want to read out loud, you can, but you don't have to. Okay, so here we go. This is from Matthew 25, the Passion Translation. When my coming draws near, heaven's kingdom realm can be compared to ten maidens who took their oil lamps and went outside to meet the bridegroom and his bride. Five of them were foolish and ill-prepared, for they took no extra oil for their lamps. Five of them were wise, for they took flasks of olive oil with their lamps. When the bridegroom didn't come, when they expected, they all grew drowsy and fell asleep. You guys drowsy? Okay, don't fall asleep. You want to know how the story ends. Then suddenly, in the middle of the night, they were awakened by the shout, Get up! The bridegroom is here. Come out and have an encounter with him. So all the girls got up and trimmed their lamps, but the foolish ones were running out of oil. So they said to the five wise ones, Share your oil with us, because our lamps are going out. We can't, they replied. We don't have enough for all of us. You'll have to go and buy some for yourselves. While the five girls were out buying oil, the bridegroom appeared. Those who were ready and waiting were escorted inside with him and the wedding party to enjoy the feast. And then the doors were locked. Later, the five foolish girls came running up to the door and pleaded, Lord, Lord, let us come in. But he called back, Go away. Do I know you? I can assure you, I don't even know you. Guys, oh, there's one more verse. This was just enough time to let you silence your phone. So, <laughs> The final verse. That is the reason you should always stay awake and be alert, because you don't know the day or the hour when the bridegroom will appear. I felt like the Lord highlighted that verse this morning to me just to share with us, because this is an opportunity for you and I to get our lamps filled. You know, our bodies, yes, they are temples. We are vessels of the Holy Spirit. And, and God wants to fill us with the oil of his presence. He wants your lamp to be full. He wants each one of us to be awakened and alert and, and on the watch for his return. I'm not saying that I believe that God is going to, you know, the rapture is going to happen tomorrow or that the Lord's going to return in this next six months. I don't know. It could happen. The prophets that we listen to say it's a ways away, they believe. But no man knows the day or the hour. But one thing we do know is Jesus told us to be alert, to be watchful, to have our, our lamps filled, to have the wick of our, of our lamp trimmed so that we're always ready to burn bright for him. The, the challenge is we get distracted. We get our attention and our affections drawn off to to things that are going on around us, the political climate, the, the sicknesses and things that are in, in the world, all, the, all of this stuff fighting for our attention. You know, Jesus in another parable said, they're like, all those things are like weeds that want to just choke out the kingdom life inside of us. But God, he knows that, that we're in the middle of all this, but he wants us to keep our eye in the middle of it all fixed on him. He wants the eye of your lamp, the eye of your spirit to be singly focused on him, seeking first his kingdom, walking in an intimate relationship with him. 
So this is our opportunity. Tammy's going to pray for us and we're going to worship. But this is your opportunity, my opportunity to engage with the Lord, to draw close to him and worship him and, and allow him to pour into us that fresh oil that we need. Is that good, guys? All right, let's pray. Yeah, Father, we just thank you that we get to gather tonight, that we get to worship you. We just say, change us, God. Change us from the inside out, God. God, we just open ourselves up to you, to whatever you want to do tonight. We are here to worship you and to love on you and to adore you. You are so beautiful. And it's such a privilege that we get to worship you. to you tonight, God, that you've heard our voice, you've heard our thoughts, God. God, you're close to us, you're so near to the brokenhearted. God, we thank you for your mercy. God, your mercy is so great and you gave that to us daily, God. God, we thank you for your goodness. We can't thank you enough for your goodness. God, tonight we just think about all the good things that you have given us, God. Every good gift, every gift from you is perfect. Thank you, God, for every gift you have given us, every blessing. Thank you, God, for every season in our life, God, when we had to learn to trust in you. Thank you, God, for being our footsteps for ordering our steps, God, when we didn't know, God, when we felt like we were falling and we were tripping, when we felt like we were entrapped, God, you placed our feet on solid ground and you kept our feet steady. We just want to honor you tonight. We just want to acknowledge you tonight. We just want to lift you up high above every circumstance, high above every relationship, high above every job and position and career, high, high above every situation, high above the desires of our heart. We lift you up high. Nothing can take your highest place, God. Nothing can take that place. We put you first tonight. We just surrender all and everything to you, God. We just empty out tonight. 
We empty our hearts out tonight, God, so you can fill us up. God, we just open up our hearts right now and we just receive from you tonight. And we invite you to pour into us tonight, God. We invite you, we welcome you to fill us up tonight until we are full of you. We ask for more of you, God. We declare increase tonight in our lives, God. Increase, increase everything about you, God. Increase in us, God. More of you, God. Less of us, God. More of your provision, God, and less of what we think is provision, God. More of you. More of you, God. We want you tonight. We want you tonight. We want you. We want you. Do what you want to do tonight, God. We invite you to do what you want to do tonight. God, you see every need. God, you see every single heart here tonight, God. You see the thoughts of your children, your people. God, we just clear our thoughts tonight so you can have your way, God, so you can make a deposit tonight. We invite you to make a deposit tonight. We're ready for what you got for us tonight, God. Speak, Lord, speak, 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 Lord. We open up our ears tonight, God. Thank you for preparing our hearts. Thank you, God, for making our hearts ready for you tonight. We just open up tonight. We're just gonna take our time tonight. And we're just gonna let you have your way tonight. Take your time, Lord. We're not in a hurry, God. Take your time. Have your way. Make every crooked path straight. Make every confusion straight, every confused thought. Clear it up, God. Clear it up tonight. Make it clear. Make it plain, God, so we can write it down, so we can cle be clear about what your vision is for our life, God, so we can be clear about what your will is for our life, God. We declare clarity tonight, clarity. Everything's going to be clear tonight, and this day forward, everything is going to be clear in your life, clear. Clarity. Thank you, God, for clarity. God, as we continue to focus on you, when we rise up, God, to shine for you, we will focus on you. Have your way. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Have your way. there's grace in the room to receive uh, just ministry from the Lord um, specifically well I don't want it just to be specific but I really uh, feel a, 
a grace to impart just a fresh strength, um, a fresh strength and endurance and patience. The fruit of the Spirit, let me just, as you guys, you can keep your eyes closed, but the fruit of the Spirit, the, the character of God, the facets of His nature, the Bible gives us a list of some of the fruits of who He is, and it's just part of it. But the Bible tells us that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and self-control. And I feel like oftentimes it's the self-control that we feel like we just struggle with receiving that grace enablement from, from the Lord to receive that impartation to who we are as we walk out life. And I just feel like tonight he wants to give a release of strength, endurance, and self-control, long-suffering, the ability to stand, and when you've done everything to stand, to stand firm. So I want to I pray for that, for anyone who wants to receive it, but I also just want to offer, if, if you're just feeling like you need people to get around you and not know the details of what you're going through, but you may need healing in your body, you might need a courage in your life right now where you're discouraged. You might need a just fresh hope from the Lord where you feel hopeless or, or, or down or downcast or the outlook of the future doesn't look promising. Whether that's in your body, in your family, in your workplace, in your circumstances, whatever it is, I just feel like the Lord wants us to take just a moment, just some time. So if you want to receive prayer for any of those things, and even if I didn't list it, I'm going to invite you just to stand up right now. You don't have to come forward. No one's going to make you do anything. Just stand where you are, where you are. Stand where you're at, or you are. And just some of us will get around you. We'll just take a few minutes and pray. So if, if you want prayer, this is opportunity number one. Nobody wants to stand. I'm going to release it then. I'm just going to ask you guys to do something. I just want you to, if you're right next to someone, you can put a hand on them. If you're not, just extend your hand towards someone off to the side. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you have given us everything we need for life and for godliness according to your great and precious promises and your mighty spirit that is at work within us. And tonight, Lord, we just release that, that, that freshness of the spirit of self-control, the ability to stand firm and to be long-suffering, to stand firm and resist the enemy when the enemy is coming at us. Your word tells us, Lord, to resist the enemy, resist the devil, and he will flee. So God, tonight, we just re we release and we receive that impartation of that ability to stand and resist 
and stand in self-control, that we are your sons and daughters and we stand upright in the light of your face, that you are calling us higher into maturity, higher as sons and daughters, men and women, no longer just infants in the faith, but growing up into him who is our head. We, re we receive it tonight, King Jesus. We receive it tonight. We receive your grace and your strength to walk upright. And for those in the room who need healing in their bodies, Lord, we just release your presence now. We release your spirit. We say, Holy Spirit, come and fill bodies right now. Fill bodies with the fire of your kingdom, the fire of your presence. Come and burn out any sickness, any brokenness, and we speak the word of restoration. We say be restored in the name of Jesus. Restore in the name of Jesus. Torn muscle tissue, restore. Nerve damage, restore. Lung irritation, restore. Bones out of joint, be restored. Come now into kingdom alignment in the name of Jesus, our mighty God. Thank you, Lord. God, we just declare over everyone in this room kingdom health, a kingdom health zone. Everywhere they go, that open heaven that you died for, for each individual in this room to walk under, a perfect health zone, that you would encircle them with an open heaven that you already have encircled each one of us with an open heaven, that you would give each one of us revelation and sight to see, see in the spirit that we have the favor of the Father and the heavens are open over each one of us because of the blood of Jesus. That is our inheritance, Lord, and we receive it tonight. We awaken to that tonight. We awaken to the open heaven and we receive everything we need from your kingdom. Your kingdom come. Your will be done here on earth just as it is in heaven. Thank you, Lord. We give you thanks. Let's just thank him, Lord. Thank you for that access. Thank you that you have given us access to, your, to the realm of your spirit. Thank you, Lord. Your word tells us in Ephesians chapter 1. Let's see, where is Ephesians? Galatians, Ephesians. Gentiles eat pork chops. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. There we go, Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1. That's how you remember it. That's how a Jewish pastor told me. Gentiles eat pork chops. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. Ephesians chapter 1. This is, this is what Paul prayed over the church in Ephesus. And so receive the word of God tonight. The word of God is living. It's active. It's sharper than a double-edged sword. It cuts, it penetrates, it comes into the earthly realm from the kingdom. His word does not return to him void. He sends it out and it comes to accomplish what he sent it to do. So we're going to read his word and we're going to receive it for the life that it carries. Paul prayed, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. This is present tense, past tense, present and past, but this is not future. He's not going to bless us. He already has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. 
every spiritual blessing that is in Christ, that is in the heavenly realms, he has already given us access to. This is our inheritance. This is our legacy as sons and daughters of God. That Those of us, we have been adopted into his family. We are no longer orphans. You are a son. You are a daughter. You belong to him. He has crowned you with authority, the authority of a son, the authority of a daughter. John 1.12 says, to those who... To, to those who believe, to those who received him, and to those who believe in his name, John 1:12. Go back and highlight it and look this up for yourself. To those who receive him, do you receive Jesus as your Lord? I do. Jesus, you're my Lord. You are the King of my life. I've given my life to you. My life is in you, and you live in me because I've asked you to come and live inside of me. I've surrendered. My life is yours. So I receive him. If, to those of us who've received him, to those who believe in his name, you believe in his name, amen, right? And that's why we're in church. Eh, I don't believe, but I'm just going to go hang out with a bunch of happy, clappy people. Okay, so to those who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave, the word says in the English, the right. Okay, that word in, in uh, the Greek is Exousia. Exousia. E-X-O-U-S-I-A. You can say it with finesse. Exousia. <laughs> I used to say that. Exousia. It's the Greek word for regal or royal authority. You have been given regal or royal authority. You are kings and priests. I am a king and a priest of God. Jesus Christ is King of kings and Lord of lords. He is not the Lord of just sinners saved by grace, going to barely make it to heaven by the skin of my teeth. I'm just a worm, just a slave, just a servant. Okay, those, some of those things are true in part, but that is not who Jesus died for you to become. John starts out his gospel with that truth. To those who received him, he's given that revelation that but don't tap at those pictures or we're going to be hitting the brakes on any mood music right now John 1 you know the whole chapter of John 1 at least the first half is such an awesome Christmas time scripture maybe read it with your family read it on your own meditate on certain parts and just share it with people write it in a card and send it to somebody for Christmas time you know it's all about the word Jesus who became flesh and dwelt among us and we have seen his glory the glory of the only begotten Son of God. And then it says in verse 12, well, it says in verse 10, He was in the world. Jesus came into the world, and though the world was made through Him, He is Creator God, by the way, if you didn't know that. Although the world was made through Him, the world did not recognize Him. He came to that which was His own, but His own didn't receive Him. Yet to all who received Him, and that's us, to all who believed in his name, he gave the right, exousia, royal authority, to become the children of God. Children not born of natural descent, nor a human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. Born of God. Let's just close our eyes for a minute. If you're one of those in the room right now who you've never said, Jesus, I receive you and I believe in your name. If you've never been born of God, 
See, there's a natural birth and then there's a spiritual birth that John was writing about here. He gives you the right to become a child of God. Children not born of natural descent or a human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. He wants to birth his spirit in every person in this room. If you've never received Jesus, if you've never said, Jesus, I want you to come and be inside of my life. I want you to come and live in me. I want my life to be yours. I, know, I want to know when I die that I go to be with you, that nothing will separate me from you. I want to feel and know your power and your presence living inside of me. And ask him right now, just say, Jesus, just come fill me. Come and live inside of me. Come and take my life as your own. Come and impress, press yourself upon my heart. Write your, your name like a seal on my heart. I want to be your possession, Lord. We invite you tonight, Lord. You can have your way in us. Possess us, Lord. Make us yours. Every part. And even as those of us who have known you for years, we say, Lord, we give you more. We give you more territory. We give you permission, Lord. You're such a gentleman. You won't just force your way in. You, you wait for us to open the door and respond to the knock. So, Lord, we open up the door of every room tonight. Those doors that have, have been closed and the lights are off. God, we open that door and we just say, come in. Light of the world, come in now. Light of the world, come in and shine your light. Shine your light, King Jesus. Let the light of your face come into every place. There's nothing hidden from you, Lord. You already see it all. Thank you, Lord. father wants you to know that he's so proud of you guys like he you guys have made great strides and he sees that it doesn't go unnoticed and he just loves you guys and he just wants a deeper more intimate relationship with you and he just he adores you guys he adores you I just, as Tammy was saying that, I just felt like the cheerleading team of heaven is yeah. cheering you guys. <laughs> He's, they're just cheering. The angels are cheering yeah. you on. The Lord just stands and applauds every step you take. Yeah. He's celebrating. Yeah. Just like a father and a mother rejoice when their child has taken their first steps and they begin to, to, to waddle and run. The Lord is just every step you take with him. He's celebrating. Heaven is a party. And they are celebrating continuously. And Mikey, God wants you to know he's got your back. He has got your back. And he wants you to not be discouraged. He wants you to lift your head up and stand tall and press into him for what he's got for you. Because he has something amazing for you and he hasn't forgotten you. 
sometimes maybe like a, a pause or a no because he's got something better. So just know that he has something better for you, but he hasn't forgotten you. He hasn't forgotten you. Yeah. She's going to start, and I'm going to put a, a I got to add a cherry on the cupcake here. I just feel like he's saying you're a mighty warrior. You were born to rule and reign in life and be like a mighty, mighty warrior. You're, you're a, a tall man in the natural, but you're even taller in the spirit. Your spirit, man, is bigger than your physical man. And God sees it, and he's just speaking and, and calling that out and breathing life into it. And he's just releasing even more of that now, more of that courage. Be strong and courageous. Be bold and courageous. Yeah, he's just, he's just, he is on your side. He's got your back. His face is towards you. Yeah. You know, in cartoons when a lion roars and people's hair flies back, that's how it is for you in the, in the spiritual. Like when you, when you pray and and on behalf of people, or on even on behalf of your family or yourself, that's what happens in the spiritual. Like he doesn't take your words lightly, your words bear so much weight, and you don't even know it. You don't even, you don't even, you haven't even caught a glimpse of how much weight you bear in the spiritual. as uh, Scott and Tammy were speaking over you, and I don't really know you. I've seen your face here a few times, but I was hearing the, just the word faithful and that God sees your faithfulness and he's honoring your faithful heart. So um, I know, and there's something really tender about this these moments over you. So Lord, whatever you're doing here in Mikey, we just honor it, God, and we just say more, Lord. Just pour out your spirit, Jesus. Uh, we pray for more, more of you, more of you to be revealed to Mikey in a personal way, Lord. I pray that he would just encounter you in a deeper way to where I keep seeing, I've seen this before with others, but not you. And I see this, this straight steel rod in your spine to strengthen you and to stand up straight and tall with the confidence in who God has called you to be. Because he honors your faithfulness but you know how much more, even more so, more faithful he is to you. And he just, he wants you to know that he's standing ready to show himself faithful and strong on your behalf. If anyone else um, of our prophetic voices, ministers, um, if you feel like you're getting some things right now, just I want to invite you just to come up here. Sometimes it's easier if you just stand up here and kind of just look over everyone and see what God is showing you and if he's highlighting. So if you want to participate, I don't, this isn't the Scott and Tammy show. Okay. It's not. I know we're just, that's because we're looking this direction. So it's like you can't, you kind of can't help it. But if you want to come up, if you feel like God's given you something, um, you know who you are. You've 
We've invited you to come up before, so. Christian, that's your name? Christian, I just, I see you dancing, like I see you on fire. I've been seeing that over you, even the last time I seen you, just dancing, like there's a fire inside of you and uh, it hasn't been let out yet, but I see you on fire just dancing there's a praise inside of you there's this praise and like in the next coming seasons i see you just your praise i see you just dancing like you know the movie footloose <laughs> for us old fogies you know how he's just dance like i see you like that and i just keep seeing that like a mantle of praise over you I also hear the word solid. Like God's gonna make you like solid in his word. You're gonna be like rooted in his word. There's a teacher in you. See, teacher, I see you like being solid in the word of God, like teaching, meditating, um, breaking it down and actually teaching, teaching the word of God. So I just see fire of God, just the praise and worship mantle. So. I see you sitting there quiet, but I just see fire. Just praise and worship, foot loose all over. <laughs> so I just had to I just had to say that because I see seen it before the last time I seen you. So and this beautiful couple there. <laughs> I don't remember everybody's names, but um I just you're so beautiful inside and out there's just a beauty about you like god has give you um that beauty for the ashes of mourning you know like it's beautiful i see wisdom out of you my brother forrest like quiet gentle meekness but when you speak there's like wisdom uh, spirit of wisdom there's discernment. You don't say much, but when you speak, it's heavy and there's an anointing. That when it's released from your mouth, it breaks things down. It tears things down. Like, that, I just see that. So, just had to share that. Amen. I just share what the status can. Yeah. Hey, Christian, I was actually just going to piggyback. I've never met you, so, um, but <laughs> uh, just when you were talking about dancing, it automatically, and I know it's obvious, but it brings to mind in just the Old Testament when King David, when it talks about him dancing with all of his might before the Lord, and that's in 2 Samuel 6, so I just, I wanted to um, look it up, and I had it here, and then I touched my screen. Okay. David and all Israel so I feel like that is like if you could be the David in this whoever you're leading whoever your train is because you're leading whether you know it or not I feel like that's a strong um, thing from the Lord that you're you're leading you have influence David and all Israel were celebrating with all their might before the Lord it mentions all the instruments and I'm not going to go there but it just says um, 
that he was he was wearing like he broke down to his underwear like he was serious he was like his wife later on was like you made a fool of yourself before all the women and all of israel and he was like yep don't care because that was just that was how he how he was and it just said he was dancing before the lord with all of his might and i just feel like there's a not just a physical strength but is in the spirit like that you would kind of break loose um I don't again I don't know you so I don't know if that's if that's a thing but just like like loosen up in Jesus because like like uh, Mr. Scott here is saying that the kingdom is fun that church isn't supposed to be stodgy and there's freedom and there's life and I feel like when you step into that like I feel like even when you smile I feel like it's a little like crack crack like there's like a little bit of a joy like a joy bomb that's just kind of like waiting it's just waiting and so so yeah it's ticking there you go so anyway again I don't know you I hope some of that rings true but I believe look up King David and he did good he did bad like all of us he was a man he was fallible but he when he came to worshiping his God and when it comes to worshiping your God to be able to step forward as Tao is seen over you on fire with all of your might who cares if you look a fool because it's not for anybody's eyes but his So Christian, I actually had something for you tonight too. You're the target tonight. You should feel honored. So um, I just want God, I felt like God was saying that he loves your tender heart. Like you've got such a tender heart and he loves that about you. And that he wants you just to turn your face and your ear towards him so that you can hear that still small voice. And that really in your journey, you're just getting started with him. You may have been walking with him for years, but you're just getting started. You're on a new journey with him. And he he's gonna cause your faith to rise up so much that like in the song tonight, talking about becoming a hero of faith, you may already be a hero of faith to people and you don't even know it, but he's gonna cause you to become a hero of faith. Your faith is gonna be so great that people are gonna be like, they're gonna see that and they're gonna be like, I wanna be like that. So hopefully that rings true for you. And, but I just, I really felt like um, you're gonna become a hero of faith to people. All right, Christian. So this is what happens, just so you guys know, when, when God begins to move and give someone a word for someone, and then he begins to highlight things for other people too. Um, so you know your name, you know, Christian, it means, like Christ-like, and the word Christ means anointed. So I believe that that there's something obviously about everyone's name, specifically your name, that God has anointed you. He has anointed you with His His Spirit for a task in this life that you will accomplish it. As Amy was talking about uh, David, and she said leader, and I was already hearing leadership. So I just call, we, we as a church call out that leadership anointing on your life. You were anointed by God to lead. I don't know what, what capacity, but you are a leader. I know that you're, you're beginning, obviously, by leading yourself, preparing to lead yourself in a, in a family someday, leading in your workplace, leading in life. But there is a, a unique anointing for leadership on your life. And when she mentioned David, I just had this flashback to this game that I used to play back back in the day. It's called Dragon Slayer. 
Dragon's Lair, but it was, but I was hearing the word Dragon Slayer. And so you reminded me kind of of the, just the scene in the game where the guy's got all this armor. I just see you with, with armor, but I know, obviously, Christian setting, it's spiritual armor. You, know, you have the helmet of salvation. You have the shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness. And that righteousness God has, has blessed you with that comes from him. He has credited it. He's taken it from his armory. And this is the righteousness of Christ. And he's, bam, he's put it on you. You have the breastplate of righteousness. You have the belt of truth buckled around your waist. Your feet are fitted with readiness to go into action when God says to go. And in your hand, you have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So you, my friend, my brother in Christ, are a dragon slayer. God has assignments for you to put the enemy under your feet and slay that bugger. Be careful, I don't wanna to get too wordy here. These guys know. So we just we just want to so we're gonna just bless you with these things. We bless you with these words. We just say, Lord, just let these things um, be cherished in your son's heart, be cherished in Christian's heart tonight. Holy Spirit, just just let those things go deep. Let the things that, that you were speaking tonight, let it go deep, deep, deep into his inner being, Lord, into his identity, into his DNA in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Forrest and Amy. So we've known Forrest and Amy since they, before they were a thing. And um, uh, so we've known them for a really long time, but we have periods of time where, like, we don't always get to catch up. So I'm not sure what's going on right now. But um, I just kind of feel like God is going to move you guys into a new season. And a new season where you can really step into that role of being father and mother to younger believers, or I mean even older believers, just ba people who are baby Christians, that God's getting ready to move you guys into that that role. I don't know if there's something on the horizon or anything, but I just felt like I could just see you guys like stepping into that. You've already been doing that, but I feel like it's more of a prominent role, like God's really getting you guys ready to step into that. So let me know. <laughs> So when we were worshiping and finishing up worship tonight, I, I just felt like the Lord was highlighting you young guys back there. <clears throat> so Landon and all four of you boys, just felt like the Lord was highlighting you. And I, I felt like he was showing me that you're like young lions. And you, you aren't just, so let me try to explain this without it sounding weird. You're young right now and you look like young lions, but you are now who you're going to become in the next few years. You're becoming these lions. You are becoming these powerful men of God. I don't know the whole process of what that's gonna look like or what God wants to do in that, but I know that he has designed each one of you to be powerful. Judah, Ethan, Oscar, Landon, you boys, you are not just boys. And in the kingdom of God, there's no little junior Holy Spirit. He gives you the same power and anointing that he gives adults. And he is, he's breathing on you guys and he's calling you to become lions that have a roar. You boys, you men will have a roar that comes out of you that will change things, that will shift the atmosphere. I shouldn't talk Christianese all the time. It will change things. It will bring change into the environment that you're in. Whether it's when you're in a workplace in the future or even in your home now, 
in the days ahead, as you guys grow in your understanding of the things of God, that you're going to begin to roar. You are lions, you're young lions. You guys know what a lion looks like. I've watched, I've shown plenty of those TikTok videos of lions and what they're doing. They're, they're pretty bad, they are tough. And then you got these fools that wanna just rub their faces of humans that wanna be licked by them and stuff. And they still got fangs. Anyway, those lions are powerful. And God has destined for you, each one of you, to be powerful men that have a roar that comes out of you. You are not, so I'm just gonna break this off now. Would you guys just reach your hands towards these guys? We just come against passivity. Passivity, that just means passive. That just means laying back and letting other people do the hard stuff. We break off passivity and we just declare over you fire and strength and I don't know what else, the word testosterone is coming to mind. Just a surge of manly testosterone that will, that will shake you guys out of any passiveness, any weakness, and you will be powerful men of stature in the land. That you will be like young warriors on the earth. That you will take territory. I'm not saying you're necessarily going to make tons of money at what you do. Maybe, hopefully you do. I want my kids to make some money so you can take care of me when I'm old. But whatever you do, whatever you put your hand to, that you will work at it with all your strength and that you will, you will just have such focus. Like you will be like lions that set your eyes on your prey and you will go after it. You will run after the things that God has placed in your heart and you will be successful. You will conquer in Jesus' name. And young girls, you two, and this will include Belle, but you two back there, Savannah, Nora, Isabel, I just felt like when I when I thought about the boys tonight and being like they just something about the lion, I just can see it right now. You two reminded me of the the young virgins in the story that we read before worship. These these young there were ten young ladies that were waiting for the wedding feast to begin. They're outside the door. They're waiting for the bridegroom and the wedding party to come, and they have their oil lamps. Uh, ready with oil and they're lit and they're burning bright and of course you know in the story five of them were foolish they didn't bring extra oil and the other five they had extra oil I just feel like the Lord was showing me over the over the two of you specifically I'm going to include Isabel in this so she don't feel like she's not getting anything she's she's young enough she's 23 so you're part of this too <clears throat> that you three carry the oil of heaven that you are like uh, oil oil bearers, like royal carriers of the oil of heaven, dispensers of the Holy Spirit, that the, the light of Jesus is lit on top of your lives like an oil lamp, and that you carry within you the oil of his spirit, and that you're not gonna run out, but you will have oil that will burn until the very end, and you will bring light and encouragement and, and pleasure to King Jesus. So it wasn't like a huge fancy word, but I just see that. I just see this, that, that passage applying to you guys. You're not the foolish virgins. You're the wise ones. You're going to keep your lamps filled with oil. And you know where the source of that oil is? You have access to a personal, intimate relationship with Jesus. And it's in that place of intimacy with him you will discover in your own way how that 
access takes place, when you get away and get quiet with God and you unfold his Bi the Bible, you unfold the word before you and, and you worship and you sing a song to him, you're gonna sense his tangible presence coming upon you. You're gonna feel his presence resting on you. And he's gonna let you know that he's there with you. He's there with you even now, but he wants to make himself even more known to you, that you would feel, that you would sense, that you would know him in a deeper, intimate way. So we just wanna pray over you ladies, you young ladies, we wanna bless you. And we just say, God, we just, we just present these, these beautiful young women to you, that they would be like young maidens that delight in your presence. They would be lovers of God, worshipers of Jesus, finding themselves in the secret place, hiding themselves away, longing to get away with you, to run away with you, to be in a place where they can hear your voice and seek your face and to, to hear you reveal to them the secrets of your heart not only for them, but for those that, that you're going to put them in, in, paths, in their paths. So we just bless them, Lord, and we just say, increase the life of heaven, Re increase the life of God in each one of them. Fill them to overflow in Jesus' name. And one last thing, I address the young lions, but Randall, I feel like God is saying, you are a lion. You, you're an older gentleman, but you have a lion inside of you, the lion of the tribe of Judah, Jesus. And I can just see him wanting to break through you. Like you're like a glove and his, his presence is like the hand and he lives inside of you and he wants to just reveal to you that you are like a lion in his family as well. That you have a roar and I'm not saying a roar to uh, cause disobedience or you know trouble, but a roar to bring justice and a roar to bring righteousness and truth to light. When there's injustice taking place, that you, you have the grace of God on you to roar and speak with your voice, to take your words and to speak into your circumstances with the boldness of a lion, that you would speak into that situation and you would declare truth and that, that something of heaven will break in on your words and, and open up the way for you. So we just bless you with that, man. Anybody else got to jump in on this? Okay, we're not going to do any preaching, teaching tonight. Tammy's got some. Well, I just want to say, so most of the time when, like, um, Judah and Savannah are over, Scott is at work, and he is so right on because when the girls are over, there's such, there's a sweetness about them, and then when the boys are over, and don't take this in a negative way, there's this loudness, but you know what? I love it. Like, I totally love it because it's like, you got these men running through the house and, and they're gaming or they're whatever. And it's just, it just made me, when you were saying all that, I was like, this is so true because I already see it when they're hanging out. Like, it's just, it's, yeah. It is like the lion's den. It's so, but it's not like, you know, not bad. It's awesome. I love it. So I just wanted you guys to know that I, I already had already see that in you guys like that. And he just confirmed that. And so I think that's really cool. So I think we'll close with something here. Let me just make sure I had something open on my phone and it may be important. Oh, 
that had to do with, uh, we were going to, hopefully next week we'll uh, go into Hebrews chapter 11. We're almost, we've almost made it all the way through the book of Hebrews. Um, you guys haven't been here, but we, I just, I felt like God gave me the grace to take a book of the Bible and just to walk through it as part of the last part of our meeting. And, you know, you guys know by now that we try to make as much room for God to move as possible. And then if we get to the teaching that I've prepared, which I believe that he helps me with because it is his word. So he cares about his word, how it comes out. But um, if we get time to do it, then, then we've been going through it. So we made it through Hebrews chapter 10. We'll, we'll knock out a, chapter 11. And chapter 11 is, is all about the hall of faith. It's about all of those that have gone before us, that have stood through the test. They, have, they went through the fire. They, they held on to the promises of God. I, I'm not going to preach right now. I just want to encourage you as we get ready to, to end the, officially end the meeting and then just hang out. I want to encourage all of us, including myself, that no matter what comes ahead of us, we don't know what the future looks like. It could be awesome splendor and good things coming into our country and good changes coming along the way and, and no persecution or things could shift and we could go through persecution. We could experience a time where we go through heavy persecution. But when you read through the, the hall of faith, that list of people in Hebrews 11, how they went through their challenges. Some of them didn't make it. Some of them actually died. We're going to read maybe next week about how some of them were sawed in two. Boys, you hear that? Some of these guys were sawed in two. <laughs> John, the apostle John, who wrote the book of Revelation, you guys know what, what happened to him before he received all the stuff that's written in the book of Revelation? He was boiled in oil, but he didn't die. And then he, they took him after he was boiled in oil and they put him as a prisoner on a little island called Patmos. And he was chained up. And on, on the Lord's day, on Sunday, he was in a, in, a, in a place of worship. Here he is, a prisoner, burned, almost burned to death, body covered in burn scars. What does he do though? Did he sit back and complain and say, God, why have you forsaken me? Why did you do this to me? No, he loved and was loving on his King Jesus. He was loving on the presence of God, worshiping him. And in that place of worship, the spirit of God fell upon him and sucked him up into a trance, basically. Fell into us, an open vision experience of seeing Jesus and all of these things that are written in the book of Revelation. Why was I talking about that? Oh, because, because people go through stuff and some of them ended in death, others saw the dead brought back to life. But what the, the key that all of them had was they, they had faith that was a gift from God, and that faith was trusting in the promises of God. They trusted in his promises. They held fast to the promises of God. They took the things that God has spoken and they said, in the face of every opposition, I'm gonna believe. I'm gonna believe. I'm looking forward to a kingdom that is not of this world. If I have to die before I see it, I will die. I will hold fast to Jesus, even if I have to go through the fire and I lose my life. Hopefully, 
we don't have to lose our lives and have our heads chopped off if we don't receive the mark of the beast. The Fauci shot. Anyway, okay, I'm, jo- I'm joking. Just, just joking. Okay. So there's a few of you that weren't here at the beginning. Um, we are taking our uh, prayer and worship nights, and they're going to be Wednesday nights starting this week. Um, and then starting January first first Friday in January there you go Jen so January 7th we are going to start our class on healing at seven o'clock so on Fridays so So why don't you guys stand up let's pray let's pray if you want to have personal prayer I know we offered it several times Um, if you guys want to come up afterwards and just kind of privately express something you want prayer for Tammy and I will be up here and some others will if they if you're up here for prayer others will notice and we'll come around and and uh, help pray too so let's just pray okay let's just end the meeting with with just giving thanks to the Lord Lord we just thank you for your presence tonight God I thank you that you're faithful and true you always you always show up in our gatherings Lord and I'm so grateful There's no place we can go from your presence, but you're just so good to manifest your presence and reveal your your kindness and your goodness to us. So we just thank you, Lord. God, I pray just that as everyone in this room goes out this week and, and goes about their business, even something about this holiday season, God, I pray that you would just capture and captivate hearts, that you would fill every heart in this room with just a sense of wonder and awe of the month we celebrate your birth. Thank you, Lord. God, I pray you bless each person in here, that you would encounter each person in this room this week, even in their dreams. God, I bless everyone's dream sleep. God, I bless their sleep, Lord, and I pray that you would encounter them, that you would give everyone in this room dreams that come from heaven. We just we just come against any bad dreams, Lord, any nightmares, and we just say, Father, release kingdom sleep with dreams that come from your heart over every person in this room. And Lord, I pray for encounters for each one here that they would be able to share your love with somebody this week, that someone would come across their path and maybe they would spark the conversation and you will be reminded, ah, we prayed for this. God, I just ask that you would would bring those divine encounters to each person here that they could share your kingdom, share your truth, your love of how much you love them, how much you, the price you paid to take away their sin, that you have forgiven them. We wanna be your ministers of forgiveness, of reconciliation, Lord. So we just bless everyone here with with that. We look forward to it. We, We prophesy that over everyone tonight, that there will be divine encounters this week. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Books for the class. If you want a book, you just got to let us know, and we'll. Uh, you can either order your own, or we're doing things different for the class, guys, in case you're wanting to do the course. We're not making everyone sign up and commit to all 11 weeks and then buy the manual and buy the book. We don't charge a fee for classes, but but we did want people to buy that stuff. But if you just want to come and you want to buy the book for your own reading and you just want to be here to to absorb as much training as possible, then just come and we'll help you figure out if you need a book.